my friends is america today it is so time to just accept the cops pulling out their guns and shooting them dead well that's what should have happened it was funny because i guess uh trump had made some comments you know in trump fashion to say what we need to do is put a moat of alligators around (laughs) (laughs) uh electric Fences, and we need to start shooting people in the legs that come over here. Now, he was doing that at a rally in jest, making a joke, mm-hmm. but the left actually went in front of Congress and said, This is what he wants to do um, because they're crazy, and that's what they actually think he meant. But it's really not that bad of an idea, actually. I would love to see a moat full of alligators and, <laughs> and, and shit uh, tearing people apart as they come across because now they're beating up cops. Get out of the country. Yeah. It's to, I, look. I, I'm not kidding. Shoot them. Shoot them. How many? Run. How many deaths? I, and I'm not trying to say one life is worth more or less than the other, but let's be honest. It's not going to take a million shootings to get people to stop doing this shit. It's going to take about ten, right? Yeah. Would you not? Would you not sacrifice ten people that are already lawbreakers? To stop this invasion. I, I, it wouldn't matter to me. Uh, I mean, so we have a government that lets people over here and come over for nothing. And they can just come over and do whatever the hell they want to do. We put them in schools where our children are supposed to be put. We put them in hotels where people are supposed to be able to stay. And we take care of them. They mm-hmm. beat up the cops. They get arrested. And then they're out on bail and, and never to be seen. They'll never see a trial ever. No, no they're, they're released and they're never going to go to trial. 
Well, I mean, who's who? Who even has for a for sure address of these people? <laughs> I don't have no address. Sure they don't have an address. I'm sure they're staying at the nicest hotels in New York. Is where yeah, staying. that or a school for kids that should be learning somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure that they were checked for proper ID as well, right? Just like they were when they came across the border. Right. Piranha can live in rivers. Yes, we can stick piranha in. <laughs> we can John stick bullets Bailey. and guns too. We played a clip today from John Daly, you know the golfer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he was talking with Tucker Carlson. I should have pulled it, but we didn't. Um, where he was talking to Tucker Carlson about how he would take care of the border, and once again he said, "Let's put giant alligators in the river. <laughs> Let's <laughs> put all the poisonous snakes into the river. Let's <laughs> and, and yeah, just shoot them. I mean, like, what do you want anymore?" They're illegal. Yeah. The word illegal exists for a reason. It means they're breaking the law. Yeah. See, I, I just have this thought in my head, and I know it's not popular, but too bad. If we're not going to honor the law, then I shouldn't have to pretend to honor the morality of the law. They're not going to honor the law. They're not going to uphold the law. So why the fuck should I sit here and pretend that I expect some moral answer to this problem if you're not going to stop these people from illegally coming over and illegally stealing our money then i want them shot and killed well here's the deal. killed the 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 fools on the left i mean i'm trying to be nice here by saying fools on the left are the ones that are saying nobody is above the law damn it nobody is above the law not even donald trump is above the law Yet they allow people to break the law on a day-to-day basis, whether it's riots in the streets, looting all over the place, stealing whatever the hell people want to steal, and coming across this, this border illegally. Yeah. So if nobody's against the law, then take all these fucking scumbags that are in kids' schools in New York and Chicago and Denver and every other sanctuary city, take them out of the schools, take them out of the hotels that they're staying in, and throw them in jail or throw them out of the country. Yeah, if nobody give. is above the law, then nobody is above the law, including Donald Trump, but including the millions of illegals that have come across yeah. this border over the past three years, thanks to Joe Biden. See, as far as I'm concerned, personally, everybody's above the law now. Since Biden won't won't in, won't enforce the law, I'm sure going to do what I got to do to enforce it at my house. And I guess my next question is, if they're above the law and, and they could do whatever the hell they want to do, then am I above the law? Am I allowed to go out and take what I want tonight? If I go out tonight and I say, you know what, I don't really feel like paying for dinner. I'm just going to go take it. Why do I get arrested? Why, why am I going to be in trouble? You better show up in blackface if you want to do that. I'll put a sombrero on and go to New York. There you go. Exactly. A sombrero and a bad mustache. You'd be good. <laughs> Order and I'll get handed stuff. I, I don't understand this philosophy of nobody's above the law except for the quote illegals that came over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I've thought about I have thought, and I'm not even kidding, I've thought about this for real about just going into a grocery store and stealing two or three hundred dollars worth of groceries. I've thought about it for real because if it's really not illegal, why am I paying for this shit? Right? I'm the dummy. I'm the I'm the moron. We are stupid because we're yeah. taking advantage of the new uh, liberal policies in this country. I mean, yeah. that's a policy, right? You could steal up to however much up, you want to up to nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. <laughs> so I'm the idiot 
that is that is wasting my money. I'm the idiot that's not taking advantage of today's societal norms. How dare I pay for money? I should rob the DoorDash guy. DoorDash guy should come <laughs> with the pizza and I should stick a gun in his face and take it. Hey, Give me that. that. It's under $1,000. Let's not go that far. I'm trying to make a living here. <laughs> well, you know, well, I mean, that's that's what that's what Biden and his fucking cunts want, want us doing. Well, that, it, it seems that's what it's coming down to. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't understand. You have illegals beating up police officers, and then they get away with it. They're mm-hmm. going to walk away. They're never going to see a trial, and they're going to – everything's fine. Yeah. If you or I were to go ahead and start beating up some cops tonight, God knows we'd be sitting our asses in jail and bloody in jail, oh, by the way. Of course. And to be honest, that's how it should be. That's how it should be across the board. Where are the rest of the people to jump in and help them cops? Where's the no, societal they, they, people that, that know better and will were, jump in and help? They have their phones out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're, they're, they're looking for their World Star video. <laughs> Fuck it. This, this society is so fucked. And it is definitely the left's fault. All the left's fault. I'm sorry, but it, it is. I, it, you know, you can say what you want about Donald Trump and whatever he is. He is a scumbag. Mm-hmm. I agree that he's probably a scumbag. But when he was in charge of this country, this country ran right. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the illegal immigration was cut below half of what's going on right now. He didn't have wars all over the damn place because he knew that those people were threatened by him. They were intimidated by him. Yeah, he had conversations with people that were our enemies, and they believe that if they fucked with him they're we're gonna be in a whole world of shit mm-hmm. and so they didn't start wars there was peace in the middle east when donald trump was president of the united states yeah well they so were scared these, of what he would do exactly so all these people out there were complaining about orange man and how he sucks okay he sucks as a person i'll admit mm-hmm. that is a terrible tweeter and probably a womanizer and probably a shitty guy probably a shitty businessman but you know what this country ran a hell of a lot better than it is now with this mush mouth on the, the, mm-hmm. the office well, this mushmouth fucking fool, it, look at the way that the country has changed in the last three years. No one's afraid to do anything illegal. Why? Because we don't have anybody that instills fear of doing anything illegal. There, if When there's fear of doing something illegal, people think about it before they do it. Are there illegals in Cleveland? Yes. Absolutely there are. I was at a gas station the other night and a van pulled up and... I'd say probably 10 um, guys that were obviously not white guys jumped out of this van and they were all speaking Spanish. Not one of them spoke a lick of English mm-hmm. and they were in a gas station buying stuff and not one of them yeah. spoke English. And, and I mean, just a little bit, just a little bit. What is that? North of us? What, what's Detroit from us? West? North? 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 Yeah. West? Yeah. Just a little bit. I mean, there's literally cities that we can't even go in anymore. As Americans, as Americans, we cannot visit certain parts of certain cities because we will be killed because we and don't yes, belong as areas, Americans. And areas of Northeast Ohio are absolutely <laughs> sanctuary cities where these guys are coming. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say East 55th is a sanctuary, what, neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to be down. Would you want to be down there two o'clock in the morning? East fifty fifth or something like that was one Painesville? I believe so. Is it? Was that van at our Meyer gas station? Yes, it was, Sandy. 
Yes, it was. So we need to call all the people that you know and tell them. <laughs> Look, I don't care. I, they may have been very nice people. But the point is, is that you need to come here legally or get the hell out. Well, I agree <laughs> with that. We have millions of people here that are not here legally. Mm-hmm. And again, if nobody is above the law, like Donald Trump, who supposedly no, not above the law, then you need to get rid of these people. You're never going to get any sympathy from me personally for anybody coming in illegally until every one of our people that has served is housed. Absolutely. That's fucking ridiculous. Somebody said that the other day on Facebook, and I absolutely agree with it, is that the illegals are getting better treatment than our veterans. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That. That's the worst. That is the people that laid their lives out for the freedoms that we now no longer. Maybe that's why they treat the the military people with such a such a lack of respect, because they represented something that the left just doesn't represent. Not all are Latino either. I've seen some all these Chinese and many others. Of course, there was the guy who was caught on video the other day saying, who was like Middle Eastern, saying, you will know my name soon. You will and know. He found out that he, he's a terrorist <laughs> who spent time in jail for dealing arms and everything. Yes. Yeah. So that's who we're letting into the country. And of course. Biden just lifts the gate for him. Biden's he's like, yeah, he's, come on in. You realize there are people that actually stand up for this idiot. This idiot is going to go to East Palestine in February, supposedly. Yeah. East Palestine, where you know the train derailment was, it happened sure. over a year ago. My family and I went to East Palestine trying mm-hmm. to help out and do what we could over there, and we were there. What it happened? The train was still off the tracks, laying the dirt next to it, and we were there trying to help out. And that idiot Biden wasn't yeah, a real well, president no. who wasn't president. Donald Trump showed up to help people. No, well, dude, the scariest part of all of it is Biden has a legitimate chance of winning again. Oh, absolutely he does. I mean, right now, I, I don't give a shit what the polls say. Right now, he's the front runner. In my mind, he's the front runner. Because A, the cheat is always going to be in. And B, I'm not positive that Donald Trump's going to be able to run. I'm just not positive that they're going to let that guy run. They're going to find some way to stop him. Probably. Which means what? Which means what? Biden and all the votes that he can print in China versus Vivek? Well, and then here's the other thing that I love is that Biden's out there saying Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. Joe Biden and his cronies and his idiots around him are trying to actually prevent democracy by taking Donald Trump off the ballot. That oh, yeah. is the real threat to democracy. When you take a guy off the ballot who happens to be the front runner in his opposing party and yeah. you take him off the ballot, that is a threat to democracy, a direct threat. I would I would say stopping states from being able to protect themselves from an invasion of people is a a direct threat on democracy. Probably more than a vote. Last I checked, Donald Trump was president for four years where they made up a whole shit ton of lies about a Russian uh, whatever it is. And and, Mm -hmm. and what happened? Democracy was still there after he was done being president. Yeah. Democracy is going away with this guy. Yeah, I mean, it's embarrassing now. Now you got, you know, this, this latest Trump thing. And, and again, I, I always state this. I'm not a Trump guy because anytime you say anything positive about Donald Trump, that automatically means that you own fucking 30 MAGA hats. I'm not a Trump guy. By any stretch of the imagination, I'm not a Trump guy. That being said, the fact that this guy got fined, what, $85 million for something he said? For something right. he said. For free speech. Yeah, 
<laughs> for exercising free speech, he got he got a an eighty was eighty three point three million dollar uh, ruling against by. him. Yeah. Where, you want to talk about democracy being gone? What what's more important than than the first and second amendment? Nothing. I think they just got a call from Joe Ellis. <laughs> oh really? Does he have something to say about this? I don't know. <laughs> Eric and Chris touch upon the reason why the well, the Eagles are being flooded in along. No, destroy our country. I, I don't know. Yeah, could be. Could very well be. Now this, I mean, this whole Texas thing. If Biden doesn't back down, could be the the the, the start of the civil war that we talked about before. If you have the government going in and against the state of Texas, lifting razor wire so illegals could just flood into the country, mm-hmm. and you have 25 Republican governors that are standing behind Texas saying, we'll send you more razor wire, and we'll send you our National Guard, now you're talking about a civil war. Yeah. But I totally believe that this fucking buffoon Biden would absolutely mow our own people down with fucking so do I. weapons and drones and everything else. I do believe that. He hates half the country. He hates all the country. The only thing he doesn't like, the only people he doesn't hate are elitists. I know we're going right down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theory. I don't give a shit. Biden is Biden is a fucking, you know, what do they call that? The the underbelly of politics or the under, the like the, the deep I, state. I don't know what you call it. Yeah, the deep state. That's what I'm looking for. Biden is Biden's one of those guys. He's a puppet for the deep state. Of course he is. And that's why Donald Trump is such a threat, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't want that. Now, Donald Trump's not an angel. There's no way that I'm saying that. But he he's not part of that club. No. Although, Donald Trump's a piece of shit, but he's our piece of shit. I, I don't understand what these idiots forget, too, is that Donald Trump was also a, a Democrat for a very long time, actually donated to the Hillary campaign. Of course. I mean, Donald Trump was not a Republican. Donald Trump is actually putting policies in place to try to help this country. Yeah, and Donald Trump didn't do everything right either. Donald Trump, I mean, Donald Trump's the one that, how how many people are dead because of Donald Trump in that fucking shot? Allegedly. Sorry, YouTube, if I crossed your line. (laughs) You know, those those, those original shots are Trump-based. Dude, have you ever, have you listened to Tom McDonald? I don't even know the name. You got to pull up Tom McDonald on, on YouTube. Now, we're going to immediately get banned now. We're going to play music on YouTube. <laughs> but and Tom McDonald is probably the, like, if I know a lot of people aren't rap fans. Mm-hmm. But he's got good stuff. I'm trying to think of, like the one. Oh, hold on. There's, there's a whole bunch. Of, he has a whole bunch of songs. So, well, we'll play "Your America." How about that? Wait, there's one that there's one that's really good. Woke something. I think woke. Um, race war, the system, Superman, American flags, ghost. I don't see anything woke. Um, dirty money. Fake woke. Look up fake woke. Fake woke. Yeah. Fake. It's one of his earlier ones. All right. He's got one out now that you got to play with Ben Shapiro. It's the number one downloaded song. Ben Shapiro actually raps. (laughs) 
That's got to be as sterile as possible. <laughs> oh, it's great. It is. It's... Let's see here. Fake woke. Here we go. I think it's crazy I'm the one who they labeled as controversial And Cardi B is the role model for 12-year-old girls There's rappers pushing Xanax at the top of the billboard But if I mention race in a song, I'm scared I'll get killed for it It's backwards, it's getting exponentially dumb It's more difficult to get a job than purchase a gun Eminem used to gay bash and murder his mom And now he doesn't want fans if they voted for Trump We're ashamed to be American You should probably love it Cause you have the right to hate it and not get stoned to death in public As children, we were taught how to walk and talk But the system System wants adults to sit down and shut up Cancel culture runs the world now, the planet went crazy Label everything we say as homophobic or racist If you're white, then you're privileged, guilty by association All our childhood heroes got me too or the rapists They never freed the slaves, they realized that they don't need the chains They gave us tiny screens, we think we free cause we can't see the cage They knew that race war would be the game they'd need to play For people to big teams, they used the media to feed the flame Alright, how is this guy not banned on YouTube? Oh, dude, he's got a lot of songs out there. Play the facts one. That's the newest one. I just facts. didn't like, Jesus, we, we had a discussion with v a variety of opinions on Flat Earth and lost a channel. <laughs> yeah, I know. This guy is, I, I'll tell you, and all the songs are pretty good. They all pretty much sound alike, but they're all, <laughs> they all right, what, what am I looking for? Facts with Ben Shapiro. Facts. Tom McDonald. There it is. Tom McDonald, Facts. The number one downloaded song right now. They call me offensive, controversial. It's only two genders, boys and girls. They can't cancel my message because I'm the biggest independent rapper in the whole freaking world. Claim that I'm racist, yeah, all right. I'm not ashamed because I'm white. If every Caucasian's a bigot, I guess every Muslim's a terrorist. Every liberal is right. I don't want to talk to folks who don't get it. Go woke, go broke, no hope. It's pathetic. Pro choice pronouns, pro love, you're progressive. But you ain't pro gun, no one to protect it. Where the American flags at? Remember when people would hang those? They've been taken down, they all been replaced with BLM flags or a rainbow. The same rap, the same money, cars and clothes. We ain't selling drugs, we ain't gonna overdose. We ain't pushing guns, ain't promoting stripper poles. We won't turn your sons into thugs or your daughters into hoes. I don't care if I offend you. I was put here to upset you. You can cry and you can scream. You can ride in the streets. You defunded the police. Now there's no one to protect you. And I'm only stopping it here because if you play more than a minute, you will get the YouTube shut off. So yeah, now now we got to talk for a second because I want to. Yeah, got to hear Ben Shapiro. Well, I want to hear that, but this guy's dead on. I can't believe this guy hasn't been banned. Yeah, I'm trying to get him on with Bob because you know it would be perfect for that. It would be perfect for the TV show too. Yeah. I'd love to have him on this show, but I you know, I don't know how you get old of this dude. So but he's something, man. Huh? There's got to be a way. Uh, I'll have to nose around and see who I know that knows this. You know guy. what I have I mean, to? I, I realize. You know what, what I have to do though? I realize is that I have to verify myself on Twitter. I have to now actually you have pay to, shit, to have myself throw out the eight bucks, right? Because if I don't, I can't contact. Anybody. Yeah, no. You can't message somebody on Twitter unless you're verified now. So I got to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I pretty much need to do that too, which I hate because I hate throwing money away like that for such a useless cause, but. I guess I'll have to. I mean, I, I already spend money for mines and gab and everything else. So I guess I could throw it at Twitter, I mean, too. If, yeah, if I want to get guests, I, gotta, I have to have a blue check mark because 
No. Otherwise, you're not allowed to talk to anybody. Yeah, unless you're, otherwise you're just a peon. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's Gutfeld, Ben Shapiro. Gutfeld showed this last night, but uh, we played right. before Gutfeld did. Thank you very much. There you go. Well, let's check him out with Ben Shapiro. Let's see. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like Liz, so my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yarmulke. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison. I'm on television. Dogs, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke Karen's. And I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people, download this. Let's get a billboard number one. This ain't rap. This ain't money. <laughs> Now, did they, auto did, 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 did they have to auto-tune this to death to make him sound in beat? I'm guessing they probably did something there. But, it, look, it, the fact that he's on the same screen as Tom McDonald, dude, I mean, it looks like polar opposite kind of people. But the fact they put him in a hoodie and stuff is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, who's next? Um, who, who else going to show up on this one? <laughs> but Tom McDonald's awesome, dude. Yeah, you want to hear more of this? I do. Yeah. Let's hear, let's hear a little more of this. Cars and clothes, we ain't selling drugs, we ain't gonna overdose. We ain't pushing guns, ain't remote and strip of poles. We won't turn your sons into thugs or your daughters into hoes. I don't care if I offend you. I was praying to a say you. You can cry and you can scream, you can ride in the streets, you defunded the police, now there's no one to protect you. Jesus, this is like I, I, I look again, up snowflakes. I will. I will once. Look at it. Ten million plays in yeah, five man. days. <laughs> I guess his message isn't that offensive to somebody. Yeah. What is it? Snowflakes. Yeah. Tom McDonald. Ben almost raps just talking. That is true. Snowflakes. If you lie to the government, they'll put you in prison But when they lie to all of us, it's called being a politician You think taking guns away will save our kids from the killings But you're pro-choice, abortion kills way more children If America's so terrible and racist, it probably isn't safe to encourage immigration Just saying, all the contradictions are embarrassing you know who hates America the most? Americans. Trigger warnings used to be on TV for seizures. And now they're everywhere to protect millennials' feelings. He, she, his, him, hers, them, they. Screw a pronoun, because everyone's a retard these days. Here I'm preaching at the protest that hatred's the problem. But hating straight men, white folks, and Christians is common. Coca-Cola telling people they should be less white. They preach intolerance, but if you disagree, they fight. There's a race war here. Elections based on fear. Black lives only matter once every four years. Soldiers died for this country, and every one of us benefits. Give welfare to the bums and forget about the veterans. Black Jesus Christ. Dude, he, like if you listen to him, he's like dead on. But again, every song sounds the same. But yeah, it's 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 one he is a one trick pony, but it's a hell of a trick. Who's this, who's this guy? Bartek. Jim's Jim's just an old fuck. He'd love this if Deep Purple was singing it. Right. I was gonna say one of those guys and like Yeah. <laughs> This would be great if it came out of Black Sabbath, man. If Ozzy was jamming with this, it would be all yeah. right. Then it would be only old Ozzy, though, not the current stuff. 
<laughs> he does just bring it. I will give him that. Wow. All right. Well, good on this guy. I hope I hope he doesn't get canceled. Well, I wish he He's would. Been do around this. for a while, so. Does he do this on Rumble too? Why isn't he on Rumble? Why would he fucking this. give his give his gift to these cocksucking faggots over there at YouTube? <laughs> like I. This guy's been around for a long time. I tried to play for some. Actually, we did play some of it for Triv, and Triv actually liked some of it too. God, he's been around five years or whatever. He's been around a few years. No shit, I'm not aware. I really was not aware of this guy, but good on him. Well, there we go. But it's interesting to see, you know, different people that a guy like that who has the opinions that he does. Yeah. Because you know, he ain't making millions off of doing it. Because oh, these songs, I guarantee, are all demonetized. Oh yeah, there's no way he's making a dime off of YouTube. No way. I promise you that he is demonetized, but he doesn't care. All right, well that's good. If if the, if the songs are also on Rumble, that's good. Good on this dude. Somebody has to. Somebody has to. Everybody has. Truth be told, everybody needs to. Everybody needs to stand up now. Nobody. Nobody needs to be afraid to say what they think anymore. You just got to put it out there. Because the more the more we cower and worry about somebody being offended or being hurt, the more that the more that becomes the norm. You know, you say stuff like right now, like let's be honest. He he said retard a couple times in that song. You can't say that. How, how many people listening were like, oh my god? You know, you can't say that. Why yeah. can't you say that? Why does it have to have the meaning that the fucking government now tells you it has only? Well, that's why does that why does that only have to pertain to mentally challenged people? Why can't it just be you're a stupid moron, you're a retard? Because let's be honest, if you have a child that is mentally challenged, you never want the word retard attached to them anyway, do you? Retard no, is its own insult. And, and it's just it's like the n-word it's just like the n-word why is that acceptable it's never acceptable right not coming out yeah. of a white face and the thing is is that like i was i tried to explain this to a kid the other day not that long ago where i said you don't understand like retard didn't mean anything when we were kids when we were no. kids if you were playing around in a football field or you played outside with your friends and you just said don't be a retard. Yeah, of course. It didn't mean trying to make fun of mentally challenged people. It was just something that you said. Yeah. You used to say, dude, don't be a fag. And it wasn't. Yeah, that was another one. Yeah. Gay or making fun yeah. of homosexuals. It was just a term that you used. Yeah. It, it, it never meant, hey, go and blow that guy over there. <laughs> no. It never meant that. It just meant, oh, you stupid faggot. You know, that was it. <laughs> didn't matter. You know. I mean, dude, the one that I'm surprised has not gotten any blowback on it, pussy. I yeah. am so surprised that all these fucking Me Too women's groups are not just raising, raising fits over somebody calling somebody else a pussy. That's insulting and demeaning to women. <laughs> shut it. Just shut your fucking hole. There was a snake in the grass. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people don't trust Shapiro at all. I do. I think he does a lot of good stuff. There's there's a few of them that people don't trust. Who's that other guy? Tim Pool. 
A lot of people don't trust Tim Pool either. They think he's, you know, part of the problem, not part of the solution. Have a gay old night. <laughs> well, Chris and I will later, but it's, yeah. that's what we get done with the show. That's because we're those kind of faggots. <laughs> Hello, YouTube. <laughs> I love the fact that we finally convinced at least you that who cares about YouTube? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. They cancel us from Rumble. Who gives a shit? Here to, here to do a show. That's right. And, and we're, there's other places to watch. If we lose YouTube, so what? We're not going to do half a show to please them. Ugh. Me Too movement has been hijacked by the trans movement. None of it moves me. I could give a shit about any of them. I don't give a damn about Me Too. I don't give a damn about trans. Trans too. Is that T2? Even that stuff seems to be dying down. It's like there's always like a movement or a fad that seems to hit and eventually it'll go away. I mean, I. Yeah. Me Too movement. All of a sudden you had 400 people coming out against people like Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein and everything else. And then all of a sudden now you don't hear anything about it anymore. Yeah. We read that horrific shit about Vince McMahon the other day. Not one time did I, not in one article that I've read, did I see anything about so-and-so, the spokesman for the Connecticut Me Too of America or whatever. You know, I didn't see any of that. I saw no Me Too response. It was all just this guy abused some chick, which is the way it should be. It should be individual versus individual on any subject. I've tried to get like one of these leaders of the Me Too movement on before and they don't. Nobody responds. Same thing with the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Trying to get them on. They're too busy living in their million-dollar homes and stole from the black people. Well, it's because, but it's it's because if you ask them any sort of a question that they can't answer, then they look bad. They can't answer it. Well, they can't, and it's easier to get money if they don't if they don't say anything. They just let Al Sharpton and his crew do do their dirty work for them. They do their dirty work with bricks in streets. You all have a porn show, porn up show after this? <laughs> yes, that's a, that's that is pay per view for Chris and I. Not gonna lie, there was a time that this classic metal show did have a channel on Pornhub. Really? Because I yeah, because they would let you upload stuff, and I just figured it was one place that we would not get banned. <laughs> so I started uploading. I uploaded for about a year and a half on Pornhub. And then um, Pornhub actually emailed. They were real nice about it. They were like, if you're not going to do actual adult videos, then we can't have you hosting your videos here. <laughs> they were nice about it, but they were, but they did make me take it down. But, yeah, for a while there was a Pornhub channel of the Classic Metal Show. I was like Charlie Kirk, Dan Bunch. I, I like those guys. Charlie Kirk, I, I listen to him from noon to one on WHK, and I think he's, he's great. Yeah. And he does a lot of cool stuff. I check out Bongino a lot. Um, seems like since he quit the radio gig, though, and he's just doing the podcast, he does a lot more talking about himself than he does about the the world. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, all right, we get it. You See, know. I thought when Rush passed that that's who should have taken over. Well, he did well, take half the market. He took half, but he wasn't here in Cleveland. And so no, they we had what? Um, we have Clay and Buck. Clay Travis yeah. and Buck Sexton. Which I don't know like, nothing about yeah. Buck, but Clay Clay Travis is okay on Outkick. He's okay in short spurts. He's okay, and then Buck Sexton, I believe he was one of the uh, law enforcement agencies. Okay, and he uh, 
Buck Sexton just sounds like you should be on Pornhub, though, doesn't he? Right? <laughs> anybody who sounds like you should be on Pornhub should be Buck Sexton. Buck Sexton. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I could change my name, I would change it to Buck Sexton. Hey, we need someone with a big cock for this scene. Who should we get? Buck, Buck. Sexton. <laughs> The supporters of BLM were actually white liberals. I agree with that. That's very true. Yeah. Things are going to, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. If Rush and Triv were around to see what the hell is going on right now in this country, oh. Maybe they if they were gone at, before, they'd be gone because of this. Maybe they checked out at just the right time. I'm telling you. <laughs> we're, we're the dummies that keep staying here for this shit. But I, I would love to be a, I'd love to be hearing those two right now with their. Oh, I know. A lot of uh, dude, I there's a lot of them that I would love to hear. Buck was with the CIA. That's what I thought. Okay. You know, and it, it it just it's amazing to me how these guys when they're on. Have you noticed how these guys went when they start realizing that they're on the wrong team and they start changing, then all of a sudden they just kind of disappear. Like, dude, three years ago, let's say three years ago, you couldn't go two days without hearing something else that Bill Maher said on his dumb show. Yeah. But now that Bill Maher has kind of said, hey, these fucking Democrats are kooks. Now you don't hear. When's the last time you heard anything about Bill Maher? I heard something recently, but it was because he was calling them kooks. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell are you guys talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's one of them. Look at how popular John Stewart was for a while. Yeah. I mean, John Stewart was huge. Yeah. And then when he started, what what did he start doing? Fighting for the firefighters or something against the government? government? Yeah. And now, now, what's he doing now? If you go against the liberal narrative in Hollywood or whatever, you yeah. get canceled. I mean, that's the way it is. Yeah. You're out. Look at Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. Bob just interviewed him for the Strictly Speaking TV show. Yeah. He was a guest on the show. I, I booked Kevin Sorbo, by the way. Look at that. And uh, he was a guest, and man, he is he's definitely a, a right-wing guy, and he was definitely blackballed by the industry. I mean, that's what happens. Well, can we get him on this show? I could probably get Kevin Sorbo on this show. Let's get Kevin Sorbo. Come on, Seth. Because he, uh, and he is definitely a, a right-wing guy. No offense, but I think the I think the audience is tired of me booking rock and roll bands. <laughs> I'm not. I like that. I know you do, but I think the audience was would much rather have Kevin Sorbo over here than um. I'll work on you know, the lead singer of Ra or whatever. I'm definitely gonna work on some different things. I got some other. All right. I mean, that would Stuff be. I'm, I would uh, love him, Dean Cain, any of these guys. You know, Kirk Cameron. Dean Cain, we gotta promote his. Uh... His mineral metal business that he's doing with somebody. <laughs> Who cares, dude? We'll promote whatever they're doing. Who gives a shit? Dean Kane's like blackballed as well, isn't he? Yeah, but he's a right wing guy. Yeah, and I and I mean he was huge for a minute. You know, and that's why it, it, it's so frustrating when I go to like when all these movies come out. I want to see them, but I know these guys are all just liberal assholes. Yeah. But the problem is, I don't think that they are. You I think, think they're so just playing like, the role. I think Robert De Niro is a fucking liberal dick, and so you know he is what he is. But I, I think a lot of these actors and celebrities are not the liberal bastards that they 
portrayed to be, but they do it to sell tickets. I mean, if you yeah. look at the, who they're selling tickets to, and it's so weird to think that it's poor people that spend their money on going to see movies. That's yeah, it oh, yeah. It's For whatever reason, it's not people that actually make a decent – the minority of people that go that make money and have a decent living go and see movies. It's generally middle class or lower middle class or poor people that go waste mm-hmm. their ten bucks to go see a fucking movie. And so yeah. they cater to the lower class of people, if you will, which is generally, you know, a liberal group waiting for a handout. Yeah. They'll spend their, their their money to go see a movie and then they go to the grocery store with a snap card and get their free groceries. Right, exactly. Get their M and M's for the movie from from their EBT from the cards. Right. <laughs> and so that you know, me and I, you are too stupid to go get ourselves, and instead we just pay for our shit. Right. I mean, I get it that you know it, that's who the liberal actors and musicians and stuff cater to. Is that group that and the mm-hmm. young people? Don't have a clue what the hell's going on. Well, what what always bugs me about that the most is not it's not look I get it you you play to your audience I get that part. What I hate is the other side of it, that these broke dick people don't look at these celebrities who they all worship because they're in the next Batman or whatever. They don't look at them and say, "Hey, this guy's not living what he's preaching. He's preaching to me not to own a car and not to have this and not to do that and be on the system and what not to have a gun, not to all this shit." And then what are they doing? They live behind their gated community with a fucking wall of Wall of armed militia that surround them. They don't want a wall at the border because you got to be liberal and accept all the people coming over and welcome them in. But Mm -hmm. none of them have their doors unlocked at the end of the night when they go to bed in their gated community and their windows aren't wide open for people to walk in and and, and climb in and enjoy their comfort. No, they're not like that. They preach to you that you need to be green and you can't, you know, the environment and everything else. Yet they drive around in their, you know, limos and everything yeah. else that suck gasoline and <laughs> spew emissions they all fly over. into town on their private jet right that, that uses 43 times the amount of gas that you'll use in a year you know and, and think about it if if they were shooting a movie in cleveland and let's say oh tom cruise was in the movie and you saw tom cruise in tower city you walked up on him and said hey man want to get an autograph somebody going to knock you down with a pistol in your face. Absolutely. You know, one of those pistols that you're not supposed to carry. Right. His guy will be carrying one and he'll knock you to the ground with that pistol in your hey, face. Look, I'm, not, I'm not, again, my daughter loves Taylor Swift. I'm not trying to say anything bad about yeah. Taylor Swift. I think she's a decent role model. But, you know, she was in pictures supporting Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is his whole big green energy crap bunch of lies that it is. And you know, I guarantee you, she's not flying in a hot air balloon to get around the country. No. Country. She's wasting all the fuel and gas and emissions that, that anybody could possibly waste traveling the world to do her concerts. Yeah, but nobody's allowed to talk about that either. No. You're not allowed to talk about that she flew private around the world to get to the Chiefs games. You're not allowed to mention about that. It. No. You know. Instead, but what you have to hear is, look at all those cars out there that are taken unleaded instead of instead of EVs. Today, speaking of the climate stuff, we had a guest on. He's a climate guy. Yeah. And you know, he actually says that the more CO2 that's actually out there is actually helping the environment. And he has proof. And he was telling a story today about a 
Nobel Prize winning physicist. Okay. He was having a conversation with the Biden administration and Biden and saying, hey, look, your climate stuff is just false. It's not true. Now, we're talking about a Nobel Prize winning physicist. Mm -hmm. I think he knows his shit. And Biden said, you don't know anything. That's just right wing (laughs) uh, politics and and climate hate. No, it's the he's a Nobel Prize winner. He knows what he's talking about. But Joe Biden's going to school him and teach him on on climate. Well, dude, that's no different than the guy that invented the fucking vax saying that it was bad for you and everybody saying, well, he's wrong. He's wrong. The guy that created the vax. Right. <laughs> that's the guy that doesn't know. And Joe Biden knows better. Right. Of course. And and some executive in the office of Pfizer and Travis Kelsey knows better. Shut the fuck up. Look, I know that I'm an idiot. I'm not very smart and stuff. And, you know, I- but I do a lot of reading on a day-to-day basis. I do, sure. I do a lot of research for shows. I do a, not so much research for this show. A lot of it is <laughs> having fun. But for other stuff, I do a lot of reading and a lot of research, and I book a lot of guests, and I talk to a lot of people. And it's not all just right-wing stuff. It's stuff that I, I have to look at both sides to find out. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you get fooled by the left like this. I just don't. I don't understand the mentality to get fooled by the left. Well, dude, it makes sense if you really, if you break it down past logic, for, that's the first reason that you're having trouble with it, because you think in logical terms. And logic is the last thing you can do in in this political climate. This political pl- climate only cares about one thing, winning. And you're either on the winning team or you're on the losing team. Look, I, and right now like- the right is perceived as the losing team. So if you support their ideas, you support losers. And I don't want to be a part of a losing team. I agree. I agree with you. But, I mean, it's stuff as simple as how do you get fooled when it comes to abortion? There's pro-life people, and then they call themselves pro-choice people. Well, no. What's the opposite of life? Death. Death. So it's not pro-life and pro-choice people. It's pro-life and pro-death people. Mm -hmm. But they fool you, and they make you Think what they want you to yeah. believe by saying, no, no, it's not pro-death. It's pro-choice. Mm-hmm. No, the opposite of life is death. Yeah, They don't present that to you. They fool you. They're fooling half of this country with Dude, an agenda I, I, that's fucking nuts. And I know I've said it here on the show, and I took a bunch of heat from your fans when I said that, when I, said that I was pro-killing babies. And I am. I'm absolutely the right way, but that's why I say it the right way, because I don't want to be hiding behind words. This society is so afraid of words. They're so afraid of actually admitting what they, what they are. If you are pro killing babies, then that's what you are. You're in favor of killing them. You are in favor. If you are for quote unquote abortion, what that technically means is you want to be able to fuck without impute with no no rules slip up get somebody pregnant and kill off the spawn that you created that's what you want to do just say what it is it's not pro-choice. that's what it is it's not a choice Pro-killing. you know what the only choice was sticking your dick where and not pulling out that was the choice the choice was not well do i let this baby grow or do i do i uh terminate the pregnancy shut up 
do you rip it from limb to limb with a suction tube? Because that's what you're doing. You're taking barely formed bones and cells, and you're ripping that shit apart like you would an egg in a scrambler. And I, that's I what you're get, doing. I don't want to get stuck on abortion, but it, it, that, the point is, is that it, that's what they they lie to you. They do. Al Gore lied to you when he said the country was going to, or the world was going to end 20 years ago mm-hmm. because of, of global warming. He lied to you. And then yeah. they changed it to climate change. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to ever happen. Yeah, well, dude, if the it, climate changes, it's because the climate was supposed to change and has always changed since the beginning of time. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is. But it, it's it all wordplay. It's wordplay. It's wordplay. And, word and dude, to be, to be fair on it, it's wordplay on both sides. You can look at gun control the same way. Whenever I hear these fucking dummies in the NRA sitting there saying, well, you know what? I just want to have my guns because I collect guns and I want to hunt. Shut it. You know why I have guns? Because if somebody comes in this house, I'm going to cut them in half with bullets. That's why I have guns. Not because it's fun. Not because I want to go to the range. No other reason. If somebody comes into my house and tries to hurt my family, I'm going to plug them in the head. And end their life before they end mine. Say what you mean. On yeah. all sides. Yeah, if we could I... stop, if we could stop lying, which is what we are doing, we lie on every level when it comes to combining society with politics. It's all a bunch of lies. Taxation is not something for the good of the people. Taxation is to hold the people down. That's what you're doing. You're imprisoning them. You're giving them just enough to buy bread, but you're imprisoning them with these tax laws. And the more you make, the more you pay. It's imprisonment. My daughter got her W-2s for the first time ever. She didn't know what it was. I said, oh, that's when they come back for more money from you. Yes. (laughs) She's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, they take money out of your your check, but now they're coming for more. Mm -hmm. So well, look at how it's just changed around here in Ohio, dude. For the longest time, it was um, it was federal, state, and city tax. Then they incorporated this lovely Rita tax, where <laughs> now not only do you have to pay for the shit that's fixed in your city, but because there's a city next to you that doesn't doesn't make as much money, you have to pay for them too. Why are why am I paying for that? But we just blindly go with it. And then what does the government tell you? Well, it's for the betterment of all of the citizens. Well, no, you already had a fucking state tax for that. Spread out the state tax for that. Spread out the federal tax for that. Why do I got to continue to pay more? Now, the problem is, is that you have to choose. We've talked a lot about a lot of topics, but you have to choose because you can't just not have a government. You can't just not have any kind of rules, no. regulations, and stuff like that. So of now course. you got to pick which side you're going to pick because there's only two to pick from. Robert F. Kennedy, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, is running for president on some party that they made up to try to, get, to be president. <laughs> and and what's uh, his, what is his numbers, 2% or whatever? I love him. I like A lot of his ideas are, are good. I, I know people that work for him. I think he's, he's fantastic. But it ain't going to happen. No. So now you have to pick which side you want. Mm-hmm. You pick the Republican side or you pick the left side. Now, which one do you want? Do you want the side that's pro yeah. trans people, pro immigration, pro um, all this, this not crazy climate stuff? What side do you want? Yeah. 
And, and I know, I and we're, we're, I'm and not we're, fooled by the left. So we're in agreement on the fact that we want the side that doesn't base base everything on the easiest common denominator, which is emotion. Right. The left is an is an emotional based governmental body. They base everything on pushing pushing your emotional buttons and making you believe that you're doing something for the good of the people, for the progression of society. That's what the progressive movement is: the progression of society. And what is it doing? It's progressing us right into fucking Venezuela, while the while the rich people get richer and we get fucking poorer. Where we right right leaning people, you more than me, but right leaning people, we want more factual stuff. Show me how I can keep the most of my money. Show me how I can make the most money possible. Don't penalize me for being successful because I work hard. Right. That's what we believe. The progressive movement is, well, you should feel like you want everybody to be on the same level as you, and you should feel like nobody should be more important than the other person. Well, you know what, progressive movement? Go fuck yourself. I am more important than somebody else that does less work than me. Period. End of discussion. I remember getting into that argument with uh, Chisalka all the time, the guy that used to be on their show. Sure. Um, And how he used to want... The, the rich people to, to all of a sudden just start giving money to, to no. other people. <laughs> Wait a second. Why is that their responsibility to take care of me just because they're rich? Look, Triv made a hell of a lot more money than I did mm-hmm. when I was working for that show. And, you know, I did a lot of work for that show. So does his other producers. But you know what? At the end of the day, it was his name that was on the marquee. He's the one that drove yeah. the, the advertising. He's the one that drove the, the listeners. It was his show. So yeah. he deserved more money than me. And Mike Chisoga's world, all of a sudden, Trip would have had to start handing me money. For what? Yeah, dude. Look, people that are successful, whether it's Zuckerberg or Trump or whoever it is, made their money and they should be able to keep their money as of much course. as they want. Well, they, they took all the risk. Yes. You know, you dude. took a risk with your business. I did. You don't need to hand money over to more people. No. When, dude, I was dirt dirt poor until I was 38 years old. The most I ever made until I was 38 years old was $42,000 in a year. That was the most I made till I was 38. And that was with a wife and three kids on 42 grand. That is, that is, I should have been on food stamps. Probably I'd imagine making five people in a family making 40 grand is probably qualifies for EBT, you know, and I never did. But now that I've, I've had some success with Eakin IT, with Pinball PA, with my books, with my stuff, you know, all the different things that I do, do I somehow owe the next guy that hasn't had that success? Fuck you. Simple as that. Fuck you. Go do what I did. Start a business. Work your ass off. Work 30 hours a day. Work work so much that you end up in the hospital sick and keep going and don't let it stop for anything and and bust your ass. You call me how many times a week, Seth? Honestly, what four uh, or five, maybe? Four or five hours, yeah. Is there ever been a time? Can you think of one time in the last year that you've called me four times a week that I wasn't working? No. Never. No. There's never been a time I was like, oh, dude, I'm just sitting here watching a movie. Usually I can't get you to pick up. Yeah. Usually (laughs) it's I call back. back. (laughs) Yep. I I mean, 
that's because I want to be successful. I don't owe anybody anything. I, as it is, I keep eight or nine people living in their homes and employed and paying their electric bills and paying their gas bills and their car payments and all that other shit. Why should I, I, you know, there's a part of me that almost wants to say, you know what, everybody go fuck yourself. I'll do it by myself. Cause I've proven that I can do the work of six people. Why shouldn't I just do it myself and tell everybody else go, you're on your own. But the, the left seems to believe that you know, go ahead and, you know, they want yeah, this easy road lifestyle where things are handed to them and everything is okay to do freedom of, they, they want freedom, but they don't want to give it to the, the other side is the problem. Yeah. Well, they, they know that somebody has to pay for freedom and it might as well be the ones that work the hardest because they're used to earning. But you, you know what? I didn't start pinball PA so that I could start a commune. I started pinball PA cause I wanted to get rich. Am I going to get rich? No. But if somehow, some way, some investor comes to me and says, Hey, Chris, Here's $10 million for the right to, to own pinball PA. Do you really think that I'm going to say, well, let me, let me, there's six of us that work there. Let me divide that by six and each one of us gets 1.8. <laughs> Do you think I'm doing that? Fuck no. I'll give them all something for their time and service, but I'm keeping 8 million, at least 8 million, if not more. Would you still have a work ethic if you didn't have kids? Most people don't have a work ethic. Well, that's most people's problems. I had that work ethic forever. I've always had that. There's a reason that when I was in the military, I was the honor soldier in basic training and advanced training. And there's a reason that I got awards in the military. You know, I, 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 I was in the military five years. I got six awards and four promotions in six years. That's a lot. I don't know if you know how much you know about the military, but that's a lot. It's because I busted my ass. I wasn't married then. I just busted my ass. That's when I was a kid, I was all league in baseball a couple of years. It's because I busted my ass. Yes, I would have been, I would have always had that work ethic. Always. I mean, I, the only time I didn't was I got lazy and then I got blown up for it. I got lazy and took a steel worker job because I just wanted a job where I didn't have to think where I could just go into work, do my fucking 40 and go home. And what did I get out of that? Burned damn near to death. So, you know, now it's like, fuck, I'm going to work every minute of every day. I'm going to earn every minute of every day. And I'm going to show anybody else around me that they can do it too. And if they take the lesson, cool. And if they don't, that's cool too. But don't come to me asking me to bail you out of your problems. Cause I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't care what Joe Biden says. We have Tony Massage coming up in just a little bit. And another thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, we're going to have somebody on, not uh, today, probably not next week. I think I'm going to have my dad on next week. All right, great. My dad's going to come on and talk about his books, and uh, we're going to stay away from politics. That's fine. But he's going to talk about what it was like being my dad when I was young. When you were young? I'd like to know what it was like being your dad, like, oh, I don't know, two years ago? That too. So we'll probably get into all that stuff. And then we're going to have a guy on uh, sometime in the next few weeks who's going to be talking about a benefit. Sandy, listen up. Uh, we're doing a benefit for Coach for Kids. 
We are. Uh, nice. Well, not us personally, but okay. uh, a group is called the Odd Fellows. Okay. And they are going to be having a benefit with a dinner, a dueling piano show, I think open bar, too, at the Hilton Garden Inn in Twinsburg, ironically enough, okay. where Trim used to have his benefits. Uh, Hilton Garden will also have rooms available for discount rates. Uh, okay. But it's going to be at the same ballroom, the same everything, at the Hilton Garden Inn in Twinsburg, Coach for Kids benefit. They're going to have raffles, and I think they're going to have some cool, like, firearms and stuff. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be, uh, like, a fun thing to do. I'm going with my wife. Uh, we will be attending that night. Well, maybe um, I'll, I mean, it's dude, that's the kind of thing I can even attend. That's five yeah. minutes from my house. I mean, it'll be, it'll be a good time. So, all right. Yeah. Do you, what is the price? Somebody put that in the chat room. I believe no. it's a hundred dollars a ticket, which is okay. cheaper than what the triv benefit was. So a hundred bucks a ticket. But again, from what I heard, don't quote me on this yet, but I was told this this afternoon um that it is open bar and you get dinner and show so basically for, for the price of two or three coats that you would donate anyway you get open bar yeah and then you're also gonna get there's gonna be raffles and stuff going on there okay. that benefit coats for kids too uh that when i found awesome. out about this they, they you know the group actually approached me and said they wanted to do a benefit for coach for kids and so i talked to uh lovely Debbie over there and everybody over to coach for kids. And you know, I think it's going to be a great event. Yeah. Um, and you know, at first when I was talking with people, I was like, man, that's going to be weird to have an event for coach for kids at the Hilton garden Inn in Twinsburg. <laughs> but right. then the more I thought about it, I was kind of like, I might be kind of cathartic. It might be kind of nice to actually go there and, and relive some of those memories and feel like, sure. You know, we're there again. And when is it? March 23rd, March 23rd. So I'm going to get one of the guys from the Odd Fellows on the show to talk about the event. Okay. And we'll have more info then. But I think that's a lot of the info that that I just gave you. I think that's the majority oh. of it. But March 23rd. So we'll get closer to the event. We'll have somebody on to talk about that. Maybe we should broadcast from it. I would love to do that. I would I'd love be to more than that. happy to do that. I'd be more than happy to broadcast from that and shoot some video of people giving little speeches and stuff during the during the event. That'd be great. But I think the dueling piano show sounds kind of fun, and the raffles that I, what I've seen that they're going to have is pretty cool. And, okay, you know, just a benefit coach for kids, I think, would be pretty sweet. All right. Well, maybe I, I told Coach for Kids that I, we were more than happy to do whatever we could to to help with. Well. So. To, Tell tell whoever I would be happy to throw in a four pack of all day family passes to Pinball PA. That'd be awesome too. How's that? That's a that's like five hundred dollars worth of prize. I, I'm in. I left the room. How do we get tickets? I'll talk to you, Sandy, about how we can get tickets. But uh, I know I'm going with my wife. I know. Uh, I think I'm going to go to this, dude. That sounds fun. Go. I'll find. On how we can all all yeah. be there because I think it would be a great time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I found out about that today. They, I mean, I knew about the, they were going to do this event for a while. Right. I actually talked to Coach for Kids today about actually uh, going and, and being there. And I, I want to do whatever we can to promote it. Of course. And to hopefully uh, sell some tickets. 
Yeah, well, let's do that. Let's let's get the information, and if they need help on putting something together to sell the tickets, I'm sure I could build something real quick. So, let's do yeah. it. I think it'll be great. So, sounds good to me. Going to cross paths with your former employer. I I don't think they're going to be there. To be honest with you, this they're is not, not put help. on. Well, this is not put on by by iHeart. This is put on by this group that is doing it. Okay. For, Coach for kids, so it has nothing to do with the radio station. Nothing with that. It has to do right. So I, they're just doing it for the charity, which I think is great, and that's what I want to be a part of. Is, is that okay? Because you know what, I um, loved Coach for Kids and still love Coach for Kids. I know how much Triv loved Coach for Kids. Sure, and the people that work for Coach for Kids, and so I think uh, this will be fun. I think it'll be a good time for all of us. So sounds good to me. We will, you and I will work on some details on how we can do some stuff and we'll get it done. Yeah, let's figure it out. Well, he says that's a CMS night, though. Well, I might just have to not do the CMS one night or do a dreaded pre record. <laughs> but I told my wife today, I mean, if it's open bar, I might just get a room there. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're doing discounted rates for people that are part of this uh, charity thing. Uh, I would definitely, I might partake in. Spending the evening there. Oh, if it's open bar, I could see me drinking 10 drinks and taking a $10 Uber home. Right. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm still not close enough to walk there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember when we used to do the uh, the event out there with Triv, my my favorite night of the, the event was Thursday night. Thursday night right. was rehearsal night. Okay. And so there wasn't like a any show it was just rehearsal sure but i'd have to be there for it and so i would go out there and i always like hotels are my thing dude i just like staying in hotels okay and so i'd leave my family at home i'd get a room for thursday night too and say that oh yeah i need to get up early so i can go put up signs and stuff for the show the <laughs> next day so i'd have myself a fat room at the hilton right and i would walk my fat ass over to the wendy's right over there next to the hotel right 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 the wendy's right there and then i'd walk back to the Hilton Garden Inn. I'd have a bottle of vodka, a bag of food, and a couple of beers sitting for me in my room, and it would be a hell of a night. <laughs> and get up in the morning, an orange juice and a bagel from the yeah from the little and, breakfast bar or whatever. <laughs> and I go put some signs up on some doors saying, "Here's a song for the band," and I go back to bed for an hour. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's too funny, but it too was good. good. And so I think. Uh, I think this will be a fun event. So more yeah, sounds fun. On that. Sounds good to me. So my dad next week, and then uh, some of the back in the next couple of weeks. Okay, very cool. I love buying clothes for kids, things at Drug Mart. I wear you write your name. I put Steelers suck. Smart. I did that. They had uh, forget what what it was. You had to buy like batteries or something, whatever it was. And I I, I bought one of the clothes for kids things and. Like the coach, they stick on their registers sure. and all that. And I just signed uh, from a family that loves Triv and put that on. There you go. So when they stuck it up there. That's cool. You know, that's one charity I don't want to see die. Right. You know, What's well, an I, important I, charity, man? It I mean, is. You know, again, it just like we talked about earlier, there's so many people that just don't have stuff and, you know, nobody helps. Now, if it was illegals for kids, illegals for coats <laughs> or something, then then, you, then you get 
<laughs> then you'd get government funding all over the place for right. it. But unfortunately, it's just kids. And why should they be helped anyway? They'll help them by giving them 10 more shots. That'll protect them. I don't know. You should take Rick with you for laughs, maybe. <laughs> Live stream MC. There you go. I hope. I just hope Rick's all right, man. I saw that he posted something on Facebook again that he was like in the hospital again. It's like every other day the guy's in the hospital. Come on, Rick. Come on, Rick. Get your health in order. I got mine in order, man. I freaked out last night. You and me both, dude. I told you. You called me yesterday. I was like, hello. <laughs> I was not feeling well yesterday. I slept. There's something going around, though, man. Yeah, there is something. It's my kid has it, too. So it's like. <laughs> I had a guy walk into the studio the other day. And love the guy. But he's sitting there going, hey, how you doing? I'm like, <laughs> dude, what do we got? He's like, oh, I got RSV and I got bronchitis. Like, well, then why are you sitting in my airtight studio? <laughs> yeah, don't don't be here. Come on, don't be here. And another day, she's like, well, I've been on antibiotics, so I'm okay now. Two days later, I'm throwing up in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's fine now. Everybody's okay. <laughs> he's Not okay because he gave it to you. <laughs> 14 people are sick at a radio station. That's right. Can't even open up a damn window in the damn place. <laughs> Too funny. Rick has pneumonia. Ugh, great. Well, that's the kind of stuff that seems to be going around. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it was COVID, which is the respiratory virus. Now it's every other respiratory virus. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it's because they know they can't get people to take the COVID vaccine. So now it's like, well, you got to get your flu shot. Got to get your pneumonia shot. That sounds less scary. I guess. I mean, they do now have a... Look, I heard of RSV being in children. My daughter had it when she was like a baby. Mm -hmm. and RSV is always for children, little infants and stuff. Right. And now all of a sudden, this year, magically, RSV is here, and it's for adults, and now there's a vaccine for RSV. You know, what happens at, you know what happens at the end of this year, right? Huh. Election. Like, well, yeah, that's right. They said there's disease X out there that um, is on its way to. Oh, good. To kill us all. Probably come get in right around August, don't you think? Where we got to shut the country down and um, once they decide vote from the House. Once they decide Trump is going to be on the ballot, yeah, then, then, then the, it'll be there. There will yeah. be 14 different diseases that are coming That's to right. take us. That's right. There's a new lab in the Wuhan. <laughs> get better, Rick. <laughs> All right, it's time for Tony Masashi. Now, I'm trying to figure out how I want to do this. I have his commercial. And you have his segment. And I have his segment. Should I, I say do the, the commercial? commercial? Do the commercial now and then go right into the Tony. Commercial first. Then Tony, then, Tony. then we talk to him. Well, maybe we should wait a minute because he's coming on at 15. So. Well, his thing is two or three minutes. All right, we're going to hope that Tony's there. Come back. If not, then we'll just come back and enrage people some more. Everybody knows Tony, but in our segment, everybody loves Tony. That's right. That's better than just knowing him. Tony's on the way next. All right. Assured Window Cleaning specializes in window cleaning, chandelier cleaning, blind cleaning, gutter cleaning, and post-construction cleaning. 
In business since 1947, Assured Window Cleaning has proudly been serving its customers in Cleveland for 75 years. As a family-owned and operated business, Assured Window Cleaning has built their reputation on trust and delivering the best results possible. When you need window cleaning services for your home or business, contact Assured Window Cleaning. We're one of the top window cleaning companies in all of Cleveland for both residential and commercial. Visit our website today at www.assuredwindowcleaning.com or call us at 440-989-0122 for a quote. And remember, everybody knows Tony. Contact Assured Window Cleaning today. They also have manicures, pedicures, massages, facials, open six days a week. You can call for an appointment or you can go to gentlemanscave.com for all the information. As you can see inside, beautiful upscale barbershop. They opened up about a week before the pandemic, unfortunately, so they didn't even get off the ground. Fortunately, the landlord and Shaker Heights helped them out. You gotta check out this place right here. You can understand that my business runs on volume. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. So what am I gonna do with one huh? Is this cool? Pool table, bar, they also have a cigar room. So you can have private parties, it's open to the public. They used to have a membership but now starting February 3rd, their re-grand opening, you're gonna be able to come in, get a cocktail, play pool, get a haircut, treat yourself. Guys, I'll see you soon. And we're back with uh, Tony Masaccio. Gentlemen, how are you? Looks like a great place, man. Looks like Isn't a cool... that cool? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Before I talk about Gentleman's Cave, I just want to chime in on what you're talking about and owning a business where, guess what? It is not only a risk in life, you're not only going to try and get wealthy, and we all do. I mean, you think of opening up a business, oh, I'm going to make a ton of money. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? People just see, and Chris, you can attest to this, they just see what comes in. They don't see what goes out. Oh, yeah. It's just like a cash register at a restaurant or any retail store. They see that cash register, the money's coming in, but they don't realize the overhead. You got rent, you've got employees, you've got workman's comp, you've got product if you have, you know, product in that particular establishment. You have service, you have sales tax. You have Oh my god, it's incredible. 1. 1 1.5% annually goes to welfare, comes right off the top of your check at the end of the year. So again, you know, I tell people they always want to open up their own business and they have 
let's say they have hospitalization, they have a company car, and they're making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. For you to get that, start trying to start a business today, it's not oh, going to yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Tony, I tell people all the time with with the pinball place, it costs me eight thousand dollars a month that I make twenty dollars at a time just to turn the lights on just to turn the lights on that's not paying for any repairs for the privilege of having insurance that in case somebody falls down even if it's no fault of mine i still got to pay their medical bills you know somebody slips on ice i got to pay their medical bills my staff my salaries my yeah you know it's so insane you you bring it just say for example i bring a check in and thank you very much for my window cleaning ad of three hundred dollars, we do a service. Okay, mm-hmm. a third of it goes right to Uncle Sam. The guy never yeah. even picked up a squeegee. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> then I gotta pay a truck. I gotta pay gas. I gotta pay employees to a guy who's making twenty four dollars an hour. Right. I gotta pay for advertising. How did I get to that job? Guess what? I didn't yell out the window and say, mm-hmm. "Window cleaning service." Here That's I right. am. <laughs> So again, I, you know, and you know, no, it's no different. It's like in our business right now. I always wanted to go in the broadcasting industry and Mm -hmm. fast forward. I got into it eight years ago, literally 10 years ago. Um, But now, you know, successfully eight years. And I always say, guess what? I'm having fun. There's no money in it, but it's a fun job. Exactly. (laughs) And you know, I always tell people with the pinball, because everybody says, oh, that's got to be the funnest job in the world, you know, pinball and video game. And, and I'm not going to lie and say it's not fun. Of course it's fun. But I always I always say to people when they when they try and trumpet that the stuff we were talking about before as far as making, you know, making the money and I should spread it around in this. And I'm like, when I have a bad quarter and I lose $16,000, say, which is a real number that I lost, two quarters ago when I lost $16,000, I didn't see anybody saying, well, you know what? You paid us so well that here, let me give you some of that back. There were no offers to help me pay that bill. It was just my tough luck to deal with it. It's, you know, it's hard. And you went through the aspect of going through the pandemic here. You have a successful business Mm -hmm. that week before March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, the freaking governor closed down the freaking state. Yeah. I got nine pallets of margarita mix sitting in a warehouse that's dated. Mm-hmm. What do you do now? Yeah, you lose it. That's what yeah. you do. You eat I, it. I was, I was giving it away. I mean, literally, I had freaking parties in my backyard. I mean, I can only drink so much of that shit and I'm done. You know what I mean? <laughs> so again, I mean, that's just, and there's a great example of who would have ever thought that was going to happen. And I made no money in a year and a half. So yeah. now I'm taking money out of my savings. You know, um, it, it's, it's tough. It I, I just got to tell you, it, it is not easy owning a business today. So for those of you who are thinking about owning a business, and I am talking to right now, keep your job, work on weekends, work on weeknights, have that second income coming in, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. But unless you have something that you can literally jump into, stay where you're at. A side hustle is way more profitable than a business. Absolutely. You know, now it's like I have three incomes, which is my window cleaning business, my frozen margarita business, and my little bit of broadcasting which is um 
you know, I'm buying a bologna sandwich on a Saturday morning by the time <laughs> it's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. That's why you do this show, so you can get free meals. That's right. It's exactly right. I'm like, I'm like an intern on the Seth Williams show. <laughs> well, we're worse than that. <laughs> but you know what, guys? Here's a, it'll, it's got to start somewhere. You yeah, know that's I mean? right. This thing will build. We'll get the audience. You know, just like our show on Saturday mornings. I am out in bars and restaurants, wherever I'm at. I am handing someone my Everybody Knows Tony card. Tune me in on a Saturday morning. You may win a dinner at Corleone's, a dinner at Cleats, a dinner sure. at Melt, a T-shirt from Koppel Advertising, um, a gift box from Elk and Elk, an Our Town and All Around book. So there's all my sponsors or some of them that I just plugged. So it's nice. And that's exactly part of this business where you got to get the advertisers and we will. All right, so let's talk about Gentleman's Cave. How was that place? I got to tell you, it was cool. So you walk into this place, and it is literally an exclusive barbershop. It's not just a barbershop where you're sitting at their chair waiting for the barber to get done with, you know, a head, and then calls you up. Here you can get a cup of coffee. You can get an espresso, a bottled water. You can get a cocktail in the bar. You can play pool. Grab a cigar so it's an, truly an experience. Um, a haircut there, again, it's um, you're looking at a haircut. It's anywhere from $40 to $60. Chris, yours is probably going to be about $200. Show the deal with your hair. <laughs> All right, but, but, look, I'm not trying to say anything here, Tony. It looks like a great place, but it looked like they had a certain kind of clientele yes. that was there. Yes, it is a black man's Gentleman's bar, correct. And actually, it's so funny, the gentleman's uh, barbershop. So it's funny because when I first went there and they were building it out, I got the window cleaning account, and I thought it was going to be a strip club with the name of Gentleman's Cave. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Sure. I got all excited. I thought, this will be cool. I get the window job, and the problem is my guys will stay there. <laughs> <laughs> now, my, my question to you, though, is, do they have, it's like 40 to 60 bucks, do they have like a, like a white guy's discount? Because I'm assuming my, <laughs> my hair would be a lot easier to cut, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. So actually, it's so funny. I walk in there, and usually, again, I get the amenities and the perks for doing this show. Seth, I got there at 9 o'clock, did my show. You know, I was talking to them, got some bullet points. And um, I'm thinking I'm going to get a haircut. They were so busy. By the time I got off my show at 11 o'clock... Wow. I wasn't even able to get my manicure or the haircut. And, you know, look at my hair. I, I look like a cross between Don King and Charlie Brown just got electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get the haircut. So I got to go back. They owe me a haircut. Sure. Tony, have you ever, since we're talking about haircut places, uh, probably my favorite place in the area, have you ever been to Anthony's Men's Salon? There's one in, I think, Talmadge and one here in Twinsburg. I have, have you, not. Okay, let me tell you. Hang on. I, I got my story about that place. Okay, go ahead. Um, for the trip benefit, Tony. I remember this. Go ahead. I Seth. showed up, and I had grown my hair, my beard out. I look bushier than you, Chris, right now. Okay. I, mean, I, my, my, I was almost ZZ Top-looking beard. Okay. And I went to – Trip got me an appointment at Anthony's Men's Salon. And I had a complete and total makeover done by those guys. 
I wish I could find a picture. It's on my Facebook page somewhere, but if you look at my photos, but Chris and completely shaven, hair all redone. My wife cried literally when I opened up the door to the hotel room <laughs> and not with tears of happiness, with tears of like sadness because she was so taken it, back with how I looked. But it was amazing what they did there. This had to be 10 years ago, right, Seth? Probably let's six, say, seven years ago, yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, you know, time goes so quick. So let's say six, seven, I got to tell you, Chris, he looked like he was 14 years old <laughs> with no hair. You know how it acts? Baby face shaven. Sure. He, really, he looked good, though. I really got to tell you, it came out nice. Yeah. They did a well, great makeover. I will say that is the place if you're going to get. They not only do the hair and the beards and stuff like that, but they, the same kind of thing as, as what you were saying with Gentleman's Cave, which is they come in, they offer you a drink, you get a, you know, you get a, a jack and water or whatever you want, and you can smoke a cigar while they're cutting your hair. I mean, it's like the whole, like a fifties oldie time barber shop, but it's it's really a fun. It's a fun experience as well as uh, as master cuts as well. So yeah, if you're ever in this area, check them out. You know, and I I'm glad I still have hair, and I go get a haircut. Just going into a barber shop, and I go to Tommy's on Tuxedo. He's became a great friend. And it's just not only the atmosphere and the camaraderie, it's just the conversation. And I'm sure the ladies that are listening will say the same thing. What is said in a salon and said in a barbershop, it's bizarre. You know, whether oh, yeah. from sex to music to food, it's a crazy converse. And I got to tell you, and unfortunately, Tommy doesn't have internet there. But one day I'm going to go in there and we'll figure this out. It would be great to do it live in a, Chris, you know, a barbershop. I just sent you in your email a before and after picture. Oh, right. how cool. Let's see. So let's see if we can put these on the screen. Oh, that's so funny. Because so, it was amazing. The tr- and this fucked up thing is the trip made me go on stage and sing Katy, po- Katy Perry roar after I got it done. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Those were those were fun two nights at the Hilton Garden Hotel. I was telling Chris while he's looking at these pictures, um, there's a, a group called the Odd Fellows that's doing a benefit for Coach for Kids coming up in March, and it's going to be at the Hilton Garden Inn in Twinsburg, Tony. Oh, that's cool. They're gonna have raffles. They're gonna have an open bar, and it's gonna be cool. And a dinner and a show and everything. Get me connected with them. I will be the salesperson for the raffle tickets. I will. The, I, will uh, I will. would love to help them out. Yeah, I think it would be cool. So I think we can work something out with those guys. That would be really fun. That's the after. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I didn't get the before. I only got the after. No, I only got the after. Look at how young you guys looked. Yeah. That is crazy, isn't it? Pictures. Yeah, it is. That's Who's your girlfriend there, Seth? Because that's yeah, your wife. Yeah, that is my wife. That is funny. Oh no, I got the before now too. Oh my goodness, right. Seth. Jeez. <laughs> hold, hold, please. Wow. Yeah, so, wait till you see this. Let's pull that up here, share. That's oh, why God. they called them the barbarian. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Wait till you see this. It's like a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> I was standing outside LeBron James' house with this look, too. Because LeBron decided to come back, and I went out to LeBron's looking like that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, 
that's so funny. It's it's like you just walked one. across the border, Seth. Jeez. Right. And then to the, the follow-up, which is... The... <laughs> that's when we went out to Colin Hubbard. They wouldn't let him in the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said, who is this guy? Did you just get him off the streets? <laughs> that is funny. That is so funny. So, yeah, hey, so, this, so obviously, um, <laughs> I'm not only a restaurant roving reporter. This Saturday, I am going to be live at Boston Mills. They're sending me to the ski slope. Okay. Nice. So, you know, and I was a great skier and my ex, I, I first had skis on my feet when I was like 11 years old. So I got into it when I was in junior high. I skied all over this country, Killington, Tahoe, Aspen, and I haven't done it in a few years. So it's going to be a fun experience. So I'm going to tell Flash, don't, you know, the we always say the words, break your leg. Or break a leg in right. good luck in the broadcasting industry or the, um, you know, movie industry. I'm going to tell them, don't say that. Anyways. Yeah, no kidding. So, uh, yeah, so I'll be there. And then uh, we're going to go to Grumpy's, which is in Tremont. We'll have okay. a show there. We're going to be at Luca, which is a fish restaurant on West 6th in St. Clair. So I got a lot of nice new places that we're going to be going to, guys. Very and great. uh Let's keep up the good work. It's kind of cool. I love this show. Looking hey, forward. let me leave you with this. Yep. I have gained so much weight in this job. I mean, it's crazy. From when I first started eight years ago, I had a 28 waist. I am up to probably like a 33, 34. So my mom, and I remember her doing this as a kid, that's when Weight Watchers first came out. And I am talking, I was like probably 10, 11 years old. She used to go to those meetings and it really worked. And it was interesting because in Weight Watchers, at the end of the meeting, they would end in a song. So now it brings up the whole new meaning. It ain't over until the almost fat lady who used to have weight sings. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next hey, so, Real quick, Tone. I used to go to Weight Watchers meetings. I remember that stuff. The problem with my Weight Watchers meetings, it was right next to a fucking Baker Square. And so I went over after I was done at the meeting and had pie. <laughs> That's too funny. Thanks, Tony. Tony Masasho in my den reporting for the Seth Williams show. Everybody knows Tony. And you can tune me in every Saturday morning between 10 o'clock and 11 on Flashpoint WERE 1490. I will talk to you then, and I'll see you guys soon. All, All right, Tony. Tony. Take care. There goes Tony. Tony. Awesome. That was fun. It was fun. Good time. Dude, I got to say. That's true about my meetings, though, man. I, I did go to, <laughs> I went to Weight Watchers meetings by Severance Town in uh, Cleveland Heights. Right. And right across the street from this meeting was Jeez. the damn Baker Square. And yeah. so it was impossible to lose weight because after every meeting, I'd be over there eating chicken fingers and pie. <laughs> you might as well have just had the meeting at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wanted to say, next time, can we move the meeting to Baker Square so I don't have to actually walk across yeah, the street? Exactly. Get everything Dude, done I, in one segment. I love this, this comment because I agree. Couldn't agree more. We have got that segment dialed in now. Now we're good. Now that's good. I love that segment now. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody listening tonight. Thanks uh, to you, Chris, as usual. We're going to wrap it up, I guess. Uh, yes, let's get let's get out of here. I'll get it posted so that everybody can hear it later today stuff. or tomorrow. Or 
God willing, we'll talk to you again on Monday. Again, my dad will be uh, joining us. I don't know, cool. Maybe Monday or Wednesday, but maybe depending on what we ha- what else we got going on next week. Oh, yeah, we. Do. I don't think we know, do we? <laughs> Not yet. So we'll hear. Uh, I'm sure some wonderful stories about my childhood. Yeah, I can't wait. Believe now me, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask him a million questions. So. Now you'll be able to find out while I'm mentally deranged. I am for a reason. So I'm gonna ask him all about your eating. <laughs> okay, I'm digging into that. All right. All right, have yourself a uh, fantastic night. Great weekend, everybody. Be safe, and we will talk to you again on Monday. God willing. See ya. See ya.